from the uh, had the young T. Sorry. <clears throat> First, want to start by saying happy holidays to everybody. Hope everybody having a safe holiday so far. You know, everything's coming up. So I hope everything's going well. I want to welcome you all back to the crazy show. Glad you can come back. I hope that you've um, been kind of following. And if you have, I really, really appreciate your support. And um, if you can, go ahead and like that subscribe button. Um, hit that like, that subscribe button, all that good stuff. Keep in touch because this is the start of episode six. All right. Mm. Sorry, I got my tea. Um, I'm not going to sip through the whole thing. Sorry. Um, but <clears throat> welcome to episode six. All right. So this one, this episode is kind of uh, kind of a serious one. But of course, all my ones are pretty serious. So when it comes to what I'm trying to raise awareness for, and these the one this issue right here is definitely one that I feel like is worth doing an episode on to raise awareness, um, even with my personal um, attachment to these issues, um, and then just overall anything that's you know just bring awareness to the issues in the black community. So <clears throat> how I got here is that. On my social media platforms, I follow a lot of platforms um, that deal with a lot of black issues in the black community that, that may or may not be getting a lot of coverage from media outlets and taken very serious seriously by other organizations. So <clears throat> I also follow one that deals with missing persons. So anytime a person come up missing, um, they kind of <clears throat> hurry up and try to share a post as quickly as possible, get it out there. So every now and then, um, when I'm scrolling through, I see something. Some of them be like older updates. Some I might not have seen before. And um, so yeah, I'm going to tell you how I got down this rabbit hole real quick. And then so I end up clicking on one that I had seen prior. And then I noticed that it had an update. So I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so I went and clicked and they had ended up finding a young lady and everything like that. She was safe <clears throat> and things like that. And then I started reading the comments. And, you know, I comment surf a lot. So I started surfing the comments and I started seeing people mention other cases and things like that <clears throat> um, about other people that was missing. So I'm like, you know, wow, it was a lot of comments. People I never heard of. People I definitely didn't hear the media talk about a lot of these names and things like that. And um, I kind of got reminiscent of a case that happened to in the area that I'm from from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and everybody know, I think around 2002 or 2003, um, um, young lady Alexa Patterson came up missing, um, or she went missing on her way to school, and it's been a, it was a big thing in Milwaukee, really big story, and, um, you know, they never, I don't think that I ever heard or they ever found her or what happened, so digging through these comments, I was seeing all these names, and it reminded me of that, so I'm like, you know what, let me go see if they have any updates on Alexis Patterson and see what happened, you know what I mean, where they was at. And surprisingly, there were there were no updates, like recent updates. And the most recent updates was a while ago. <clears throat> and um, so when I was searching for her, though, a lot of other websites came up, you know, with statistics supporting how many African-American black women and, and girls are coming up missing year after year. And then, um, so I started reading, um, I started reading through these other ones when I really didn't get a lot of information on what was going on with Alexa Patterson, but I did notice that there was a, a lack of media attention on the, on the case. And, uh, um, so I started digging through a lot of other cases and I just went on this rabbit hole and I just started looking at the numbers 
website at the website, and I found um, a real common thing. You know, first of all, um, I didn't know how how these numbers like these numbers are kind of crazy when you think about it. And for these numbers to be what they are, you know, I understand uh, the complaint that a lot of black communities have with the lack of representation in media when issues happen in the black community rightly found it. Right. But even these type of numbers, you would still feel like, wow, how is these type of numbers still not um, invoking some type of task force or some type of um, special administration organization of coming solely because these numbers are insane. Right. So when I was doing my research, I start, I found the, a website called missingandblackinc.com. And so I went through their, their stats and they got a lot of stats. Um, if you want to go check them out, they had a lot of cases posted on there about different girls and different people in general. They don't just deal with women, but, um, they deal with both sides, male as well. And a lot of people were missing, um, I have it up right now and, um, and they kind of give a general sense of a lot of things. So <clears throat> this is what led me. So I took a lot of their sources that they got their stats from. And one of them is the American National Association of Missing People. Um, and they have a database. And um, this is what this, this number right here is what really had me feeling like, wow. You know what I mean? So like, wow. So. In 2002, I mean, shoot, not 2002, in 2020, right? In 2020, there were over 268,884 women went missing. Women in, and that's all, that's all um, racial categories, all right? That includes everyone. So out of that number, 90,333 of those women were African-American descent. That's like a third, you know what I mean? That's almost like 34% or something crazy like that. And that is an insane number when you think about how, you know, small of a population overall and like how, well, how big the number overall is, you know, you have over 268,000 for 90,000 of just that to be represented by one group. It's kind of insane. And then I start doing a couple years prior, and it's like, this has been a trend, right? It's like the year before that, I believe, 2019, it was almost 86,000 uh, black women um, and girls came up missing. Um, granted, a lot of those cases, I believe they were found, um, uh, and I believe still, but over 60%, 70% of these cases are still like unsolved. Like they don't have no idea. And so when I started going over a lot of these cases that I was looking and coming across on blackandmissing.inc.com, um, doing some research on some of those cases, I was led to another website. It was called ourblackgirls.com. And I think the founder name, I believe the founder name is Erica uh, Marie. <clears throat> she's a journalist. I believe she's out in LA, but she started a website as well, similar to blackandmissing.inc. And where she kind of highlight a lot of the um, missing cases of uh, people of minority descent that doesn't get a lot of um, media attention. And so when I start digging through these cases, um, the reason why I felt like I would want to do an episode just to raise the awareness on people actually looking into these numbers um, and things like that is because I did notice that two things stuck out to me, case after case after case. 
Um, either they, I had no idea about this at all. Like as, as much as you want to say, uh, you have to be in a certain area to get certain media, um, outtake outputs. I mean, you know, and things like that, granted, but in today's age where, you know, social media, I, I, I see stuff from all type of countries, areas, and there's a lot of national databases. And a lot of these cases, majority of them, I just have not had no clue about a good chunk. Now, rightly, rightfully so. A lot of them, you're like, okay, I wouldn't. But that huge amount is kind of like I didn't even hear no, you know, no bells, alarms going off, just the sheer number of them, you know. And then so all of them had a theme of just like no media attention. Um, a lot of the local areas, when you dig into some of the areas locally, and you look at the local media um, sources, the local papers, the local um, news, <clears throat> news reporter stations, and things like that. They didn't have a lot of coverage on a lot of these cases. A lot of them had no reporting on, on any of them. Um, and I, I really want you to go look at the web, the two websites and get you a good start. The two websites I gave you is, is a really good start um, to go in if you want to start following up on some of these cases. Um, so the first thing I, I really, really noticed that stuck out to me is a lot of the news sources and um, not really giving a lot of attention. And so this is why one point I want to make really quick of why I want to wear awareness is because I do feel like as black folks, if we are aware um, that is this, that is going to always kind of be this disparity between what is what, and we always know what I'm talking about. Um, we have to be more, you know, more driven to kind of sniff these things out, care a little bit more about these issues and these type of numbers, because if we don't raise hell, we don't say nothing about them. A lot of it will just get swept under the rug. You know what I mean? We have to find ways to kind of keep and we can't be, you know, too quick to judge our own folks about what's going on and what happened without focusing on a bigger picture, which is we know what the bigger picture is. A lot of these cases, a lot of these people just do not care about the people that come from our communities and things like that. They they, they chop them up. <clears throat> so um, bringing me into my next point of another thing that I noticed, and this is a sub point. This is not two. First one was one, but this is a sub point. To one, and that is that um, a lot of the cases, when they were reported, if they did have some form of media reporting, it always was, you know, very small and very limited in details and very um, keen on the history of the person, mentioning something about their past or what they did for a living, which just adds to why people I feel like are very judgmental and don't really care in a sense about finding these folks or putting a real effort. To find these folks. And I don't understand how people cannot understand the element of putting the effort in to getting things moving. So people want to, a lot of these cases they played this game with to make it seem like, um, yeah, we, we showing y'all y'all care about giving y'all something on it, but we, in, in what we're giving you, we're going to also give you something to consider why you really shouldn't care that we're reporting on it as well. Right. That, that makes sense. And that's why I feel like a lot of these stations did on a lot of these cases. If you look, take the time to look into them. And so um, I just felt like, of course, it's just weird, you know, that you have these type of number of black women just coming up missing year after year after year. And, you know, you're thinking about the, the trend of these numbers, um, you're almost into the millions in the last five, you know, six, seven years. You're almost, you know, in the case of a million, you know, and it's just like, yeah, of course, we know a small percentage for people are probably runaways, a small percentage of what <clears throat> are probably found. A lot of our victims of domestic violence, but um, 
the scope of things when you when you when you when you think about time when it comes to someone's being being critical or missing um a lot of it has to do with people unwillingness to get off their ass quick fast and start doing something right away um not taking the the complaints serious or not hurrying up and digging into key leads and stuff like that and i think that became the theme for point 2 um a lot of these cases had in common a lot of these cases majority of these cases had a, a, a very similar account of how the the local law enforcement or um, the organizations that were meant to try to help them try to you know solve resolve these cases as fast as possible especially in areas where it's critical for people um just was not moving you know they just didn't feel like they were getting the you know the the seriousness the tone that they were really trying to help help them. And they were really trying and, and really were determined to find their loved ones. And it was a common theme over and over again, over and over again. And the simple fact that, you know, there's not a lot of people who know about these stories. One, I think it goes hand in hand, which is probably where I'm about to sum these two up at. But it's it's also kind of weird how, you know, if if we if, if people don't know about these things, it's hard to apply pressure. And I think that the only way that people tend to respond in certain situations is pressure. And it's sad that we have come to a point where now um, these, these agencies um, kind of depend on that, depend on that, that is, there is going to be no pressure, right? That they're going to be able to really just kind of just wait, wait it out, just wait them out. And I'm not speaking about all, um, you know, law enforcement, but the, I mean, if you're looking at the, the numbers, it's, it's a, it's a majority of them. And that's good enough for me. That's too many, even one. But I mean, just like a majority of of these cases, you have people that felt like they didn't take them serious right away. Um, even in the cases where a woman went missing and she was later found murdered or she was later found harmed or or messed up in some way. It's like a lot of those cases, like it, a lot of the loved ones felt like the police didn't act fast enough if they would have acted a little sooner, a little faster, took it a little bit more concerningly, um, then they would have been able to save them from whatever danger they were in when they went missing. And I think that's the overall key to why I feel like we need to just be more aware. Um, I'm not the type to just keep pointing out who's the problem. I like to also point out ways that we can kind of just help the problem overall while we keep pointing out who's really causing a problem. There's nothing wrong with calling out people for who causing a problem. I don't, I have no problem with that. But at the same time, if you're just not trying to find a solution as well, and you just want to keep pointing at who caused the problem, but you're not really doing nothing about it, then, you know, you kind of ain't really helping the situation. Right. So, you know, trying to raise awareness to that, you know, when you see these stories, you want to just share more and not just be like, you know, Digging. People just want to be nosy, kind of, with these some cases. Right? They want to just go read it, see what happened, see where they was at, um, see if they was found, you know, and use them as podcast bait. But a lot of these cases, these families can probably use a phone call to the local sheriff's office and let them know that, hey, yeah, what's going on? We want to know what where are you at in the case. Um, we're concerned members of the community. We want to know what's going on, right? A lot of that, sometimes that go really far in a lot of these cases, just to let these people know that is, we are watching, you know what I mean? We are concerned and we want to make sure that y'all doing your job. You know, there's nothing wrong with making sure people are doing their job accordingly when we know this thing's happening, right? There's no, 
right? We cannot front anymore that there's a racist problem. Racism is a problem in this country, right? We all, we got it, right? I don't downplay it now. Now you have to acknowledge where it play a role at and how it's executed in what ways and what systems, right? Because that's what it is. So if we know that a lot of these cases we're staying like, if you look at a lot of these chiefs, um, um, executive chiefs, lieutenants, or whoever's the captains of these departments, a lot, majority of them are probably predominantly white. And if you look at a lot of these communities um, where these people are coming up missing from, it's predominantly black, African-American. So if you're looking at these numbers and you're like, well, how is it that this this group of people is just disproportionately just seeming not to be getting the same results, right? And the numbers, we're saying about the numbers. We're not just bitching about how we feel. We're looking at the numbers. And how could you not look at racism playing a role in that? How can you not want to look at then the people who are running these organizations and say, hey, man, we want to just make sure that this is not playing a role and why this is moving so slow. We want to make sure this is playing a role while you are not putting out this type of information and y'all not talking to these these amount of people, right? And we, we just got to do what we got to do. But at the same time, I think our community have to take some responsibility and just being more motivated to help out. I mean, sharing is a good thing, right? Share it on your social media page. That 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 helps, right? Um, but also, um, on a higher level, when you know, like at the end of the day, this stuff got to change from the top. You want to be able to call, like I said, the district attorney. You know, all this is public. These are all public people. They work for the public. So all their numbers are available. Their office numbers are available. You can go talk to these people. They don't, you know, a lot of, you know, feel a lot of us feel like we just can't cross that line or whatever. No, you can, right? You can call a, a local sheriff department and ask what's going on with a case. Right? You can see and just show them, like, hey, well, you know. We are here and we're watching and we are concerned with the results. We're concerned with the investigation. We're concerned if effort is being put in. I think that's the type of pressure um, we need uh, in a lot of these cases. And it's just the lack thereof when I when I was going over a lot of these cases. But these type of numbers is, is very concerning when you look at some of these cases. Um, you look at, like, for example, the case with Alexis Patterson when she came up missing in Milwaukee, Wisconsin in 2002. Um Right away, um, a lot of scenarios just went into um, her background of her parents, um, what he did and what his past. And, you know, we don't know if these cops developed tunnel vision. We don't know if they really looked at if the school had a janitor or, you know, some of these schools, you know, schools in the hood, they be hiring cats to do little stuff around the school, janitors, work foremen, people that don't really go through the proper channels to be hired, but they might just be on the playground or do watch this, you know, whatever, you know, but everybody get looked at or did once y'all see who he was, his background, where they from, y'all automatically just figure like, oh yeah, he did something. We don't, we don't really tunnel vision. Right. And that, that can be a racial bias that how, when it comes to um, cases that deal with black parents, black folks, we, we get tunnel vision keen on our past, our background. If it's retaliation for something we did, when it can be a, a complete total stranger, but if they're not focusing and putting their efforts into doing a full investigation, right? A lot of that should be bias, you know, racial bias, tunnel vision, right? So, um, to help with that, 
I feel like it's it's kind of would help if we stay more keen on the issues. This is the stuff that we should be bringing up when it's time to vote. Who's in charge of the, the justice system? Who's really trying to push forward justice reform where there's more of an even playing field for these cases? There's no way 90,000 black women should be coming up missing in one year. That's that That number is insane. I don't see how anybody can hear that number and be like, there's not a problem. Nigga, like we all heard about in Oklahoma, what's going on, you know, uh, Ohio. Look into that. Look into how many people are coming up missing in Ohio um, and how long that's been going on. And you ask yourself, how is this type of stuff happening? Look at this crazy numbers. How is this, how is this stuff happening right under people's noses? How is this stuff happening when we are when we are paying taxpayers to we are when we are as taxpayers I should say paying um, for these positions like we y'all okay so they implement things to make us feel safe and then we have to pay for them and then if we get the results where we don't feel like yo this is not adding up to the level of service that we feel like we're paying for you can't really do nothing about it that's insane right. But like, check this out. Um, the New York Post. Ah, I don't really like the New York Post. New York Post. I mean, sometimes they be seem. I don't know if they're credible or not like that, but they just they seem goofy. But here, I give you a little background real quick, though, just in case you don't you have you don't know about this. Please do your research on Ohio. Ohio is known for like its turnpikes. I think it's like has one of the you know connect things where like the, the 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 turnpike the highway system is real it connects a lot of key points to get people in and out through the through, the, through that area really fast really quick um a lot of times under undetected so ohio is been is is been very known for ohio be high a uh, area for high like human trafficking and things like that and um i'm trying to find the Okay, so look, check this out. So I'm trying to find a more credible source that I will fill. So NBC, which is probably all these media sources or whatever. But look, check this out. In 2021, there were over 415 children went missing in Ohio alone, right? 400. No, no. Oh, snaps. No, I'll take that back. I'll, I'll put, I told you, let me check this out. So actually, there was over fourteen thousand kids went missing in Ohio in twenty one hundred and twenty. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, in two thousand twenty one. And out of that four hundred thousand, three hundred thousand and six hundred were found alive in return. Six were found dead, and over four hundred fifteen have never been found. All right. So the thing about these type of numbers is that. Any kid missing. Now, this is just dealing with kids, period. So I'm not going to dissect that, right? I don't want to seem like a madman, right? I'm not going to dissect that, right? But just 415 kids, that just give you a ballpark figure of, of these type of areas, all right? Now, when you're looking at these numbers that I'm saying when it comes to the African-American community, you have to wonder what role these type of things play into these things, all right? And because people know that these women get... Less coverage. You have to understand, I feel like even those type of decisions puts more of a target on the women in our community. Now you have people who want to do stuff foolishness, who have that mindset to want to harm 
and, and live out these crazy fantasies or whatever they want to do and try to do. They now can target a community that they know don't get a lot of press. A community they know is not going to get the police up in arms, not going to get people talking. Right. So the lack of this stuff is also harming us in the same way. It hurts that, you know, that we feel like you don't get it right, that we can get to a point where 90,000 of our women from our communities across the country can, can come up missing. Right. Not that's first and foremost. But secondly, um, it's like a punch in the face that when these numbers continue to go year after year and we get to these type of numbers that the people in these communities, you have to you have to wonder if the increase is coming from more people feeling comfortable with targeting this community. Y'all want to talk about hate crimes. I mean, Jesus Christ, y'all making it so easy for people. Y'all making it too easy for people. You know what I mean? So um, these are the type of things that I feel like as a community we should know. We should know that if you care about these cases, it don't take a lot of time to look at one of these cases, read over it. You know what I mean? Do a couple quick searches. Make sure the, the case is still active. Go see if there's a resolution. A lot of cases I had to do that. A lot of the cases I look at, I just go off the off the cuff, right? A lot of the cases on these websites, I went to go take my time. I went to go research, Google it to see if there was other um, other uh, media outlets, news outlets that reported on the story. There's some credible uh, information about where it's going on. You can take these names. Everything's public record. You can take these names. You can Google them, run them through the the, the base, run it through Facebook, get a, see if these people are real. So you know, match pictures up. Oh yeah, that's them. And you can do a little investigation, right? But ultimately, you want to get to the point where you want to see that, all right, these are legitimate cases. So what's going on with them, right? That's that's what we want to get at. You know, where where are we at? Because a lot of times people look at it and just be like, oh, the case, the police is doing that. They read an article, oh, the sort of they did report on it, so we can't cry about it. Remember, my two points. There's two parts to this. All right, there's always two parts to this, so we can't get caught up. If you see a news article on, on some of these cases. Don't get thinking that's proof of anything, right? Right, because it's the part two is the lack of effort by the law enforcement, right? So yeah, we can report on the case all day. If the law enforcement ain't doing crap, guess what they're gonna be reporting on every year on their anniversary? The same thing. They still haven't been found, right? Goes hand in hand. And a lot of these cases, you I, I play I play both sides of the fence. All right. So a lot of these cases, I play the other side too. A lot of these cases just because you haven't heard of them on the media outlets, or you can't find a news article for them, does not mean that the police is not investigating actively. All right? So we can both, we can also assume that. I'll give you all that. Right? And at the same time, that's why overall my main point, it remains. That's why it's important to call these people. Look up their local law enforcement. Look at who's handling the case. Go see where it's at in the process. Have they found the suspect? Is the DA moving forward with anything? You know what I mean? Do they got anybody that they looking at? Has there been any, you know, is there DNA tests? That, I mean, they don't have to tell you everything, right? Now, be mindful that the police nation has to work a certain way. But if you're not inquiring and putting pressure, you don't know how how much pressure they're given to get these things pulled through. All right. It's all it takes sometimes for somebody to ask a question more than once. And you might get somebody to be like, all right, man, he ain't going to let this go. Let me go ahead and figure out what I need to do to get him his answers. All right. And I want y'all to check out those two websites. All right. One of the websites was ourblackgirls.com. And I, I, that was by the founder, um, Erica Marie. 
And then I don't know the co-founders quite yet on the on the second website, but it's called blackandmissinginc.com, blackandmissinginc.com. Um, and they also have a website with a lot of different cases. And then um, you can look at your local, every state has a local law enforcement agency where you can go look up government stats on your local area and you can get a breakdown of missing cases in your um in your area and you can see and you can do your own research and kind of see where where is that and um and i'm keeping the same thing every episode you know my call to action every episode is that you know i want to leave y'all a lot of space to go look at some of these cases i I could i could have sat here and just gave y'all a review of three or four of these cases or some of the cases that really had me like wow i didn't know about this or whoa this is really suspicious or dang i don't see nothing else on this right but that's just the fun part you know i really want y'all to be able to go look this stuff up and um take the time to research it and you know and Kind of figure out ways that we can help each other, man. I know everything's crazy out here, but you know, if we're if we're if we stop playing this game like there's nothing going on, all right. I want to be blatant about a couple things, and I don't really care, right? That's why I want to be able to say it. Racism is a real thing. It's a social construct in the same sense, but racism is a real thing, all right. Biasness in Skin tone is a real thing, all right? We can't sit here and act like it don't. So with that being said, every element of life in these different elements of education, law enforcement, finance, and anything, you always have to factor in that ability. Because you can't be foolish, all right? So when you hear numbers like this, 90,000 black women going missing in one year, you have to ask those questions. More importantly, with us knowing that, we also have to move in a way that put some of the pressure on us to get some answers, help out. See, you know, you don't have nobody saying you have to donate your money and run around. But sometimes, again, a phone call to the DA, a phone call to the local sheriff's office, a a share on Facebook, um, an inbox to one of the, the, you know, if you see the family on here. A lot of these families are actively fighting. That's the hard. That's the sad part. A lot of these families are like with, with no support, with no Uh, Media coverage, if you go find them, they are actively campaigning on Instagram, on TikTok for a lot of their loved ones. So you can easily go inbox them. They're reachable. Hey, I'm sorry to hear about what's going on with your loved ones. Is there any any way I can help? A lot of these cases, you know, they're manageable, you know, and it's just... It's just sad that us as black folks, when we start to accept certain terms, that it doesn't turn us to move in a certain way. So I feel like with me having, you know, my family set up, I have two beautiful girls and, you know, and I know, it's, you know, I know it's going to be kind of hard for them as black women as they get older. If a lot of these things that I'm not bringing awareness to is not changed or confronted. And that's the purpose of why I do this show, because I want them to know that at the end of the day, their dad was, um, you know, I tried in many ways, but ultimately I also tried to raise awareness on these issues. And I let everybody know vocally that I'm passionate about them. So, you know, again, um, if y'all can, um, even look into the Lexis Patterson case, um, I'm going to put the websites on the thing. I might put them on my screen so y'all can see them. And then I'm going to definitely put them in my bio. Um, but yeah, that's all I wanted to say on the sense of this, man. Um, I do, um, you know, I do like to um, point out that uh, some of these cases, 
Um, a lot of them have been returned. A lot of them are dealing with other elements of the black community. That's another story. But that's why it's important. I really want y'all to look into this, these cases. A lot of these um, young ladies are dealing with a lot of trauma and traumatic experiences. And that's ultimately the goal of why I want to wear, raise awareness. Because a lot of these um, kids that came up missing, um, you know, they were in the mind state that we don't even know that your kid may be in or your loved one may be in. So it's even more of important to know that some of these cases could have been prevented from the sense of um, a family member just being more um, paying attention a little more or asking more serious questions or really showing that compassion to what's going on. So just something to think about. I don't want to be too heavy before the holidays, but I really hope everybody enjoy your holidays, man. I really want to thank y'all for coming by. Again, um, the the two websites I would love for y'all to go visit to get more research on these topics and to look at some of these specific cases, um, some that I didn't talk about, and more importantly, the one that I did mention, which is Alexis Patterson. Um, but it's other, trust me, it's thousands and thousands of cases. Sad to say it that way, but it is. So yeah, um, ourblackgirls.com and then black and mixing, black and missing, inc.com. Um, and you can find stats on there about these things. And then ultimately you can reference back to some of the things I mentioned in this, in this, in this episode of ways that you can help and get involved. It doesn't take a lot like people think, man, it really don't. So, all right, man. Thank you all for stopping by, man. Please, like I said, like, comment and subscribe if you can. Appreciate you coming by. See you next time on the crazy show. Peace.